What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Tough Topics. I'm your host, Ethan Davies. I hope all of you had a great week. Last week, just as an update, we had our first guest and our first Tough Topic. It was on modesty. If you guys haven't had the chance to listen to that, feel free to do so. It's on Spotify. But we're here with another episode, and we do have another guest. Um, You guys were able to see him on the reel that I posted a day ago. His name is Isaac Jepson. We've known each other for quite some time. I'll let him share some things about himself before we get into the topic today. Isaac? Hey, everybody. Um, yeah, I guess we have, uh, what, 2008? Since 2008, I think? Yeah. So it's been a minute. Oh, I mean, I guess you're a grade. You're you are a grade older than me, and so I don't know. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, since 2008, off and on, I feel like. But yeah, um, I'm Isaac. <laughs> I was actually born in Utah, um, and then lived there until I was eight years old, and then moved to Mansfield, Texas, where I met the Davies family on the first Sunday, and. <laughs> we've all been homies since then i think yeah your family invited us over to church the very first sunday we were there and we're like cool they got a lot of boys and so yeah. i it, you guys it just, live just right around the block from us so yeah mm-hmm. those were uh those were fun days and then they, we were there until what 2015 yeah you guys so, left right at the start of the summer huh yeah june of 2015 and that's when kind of all the wards realigned i remember Mm-hmm. and nothing was really the same after that but it was a good solid eight years where it seemed like we had the same group for about eight seven eight years and it was really fun um and then i have a, i mean you guys have six and we have eight kids now i think at the time we had six or seven and you guys had six and so it was almost perfect it was you guys cool. beat us. yeah we did beat you with rachel we beat you with Rachel, number seven on our side. Um, yeah, she was born down there, and so was Joseph. So we came in. Oh, so you guys, we met you guys when we had five kids. And then we mm. we got two more down there. And then added an eighth when we moved back to Texas and or back to Utah in 2015. And then the fam has been here ever since. We've actually been in Utah now longer than we ever were in Mansfield. And then uh, graduated high school out here. Uh, did some college up at BYU Idaho. Went on a mission. Actually, saw you in the MTC mm-hmm. back in January of 2019. We've, we've got a cute little photo I know somewhere floating around on my phone. Um, in the cafeteria. I, also, I don't know if you saw him, but I also saw Jared Husk in the MTC. He left right when I got there. Oh, uh, okay. He was he was December. That's right. I caught him last day or something. Yeah. Um, and then we served in the Philippines for about 16 months and then COVID happened and then I was home for about three and then, uh, three months and I got reassigned to Tampa, Florida where I finished out, um, got home December of 2020 
Um, I feel bad because you started before me and also got home after me. <laughs> so I had a little bit of a shorter mission than you. That's okay. It all works out. Um, I think you were rewarded by getting married first. So no. <laughs> He's like, Ethan, thanks for serving the whole time. Here you go. Um, and then I transferred after I got home, I transferred to BYU and I've been there ever since. Um, but that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Isaac. It's, yeah, no problem. We had some time before we got into things to catch up and Isaac's a really solid guy and I know a little bit about his family and his parents and just amazing, amazing group of people in the gym. It's a circus some days. Sundays, you know this. You know how it goes. Those Sundays, man, everybody's fighting and you just want to, what is the Theo Von call? You just want to kick a fat kid in Kmart. And it's just, it's just, it's nuts. It's nuts. But um, today's been good. Today, uh, out of all the Sundays, it's been a little more chill. So good. You like to hear it. A chill Jepson day. Oh, it's a rare one. Well, should we get into it? Let's do it. Okay. So you guys already know through the posts and social media, but we're going to talk a little bit about trials today. The whys, the what's all about trials, the hard experiences we have, things of that nature. And this is definitely a topic that could be talked about for hours and hours. So Isaac and I will do our best just to feel what we feel like sharing for the next 20, 25 minutes. I did pose a question a couple of days ago. Why do bad things happen to good people? It's like one of the most classic questions in history. But um, Isaac, if you had to answer that question, how would you go about it? Um, this has just kind of been a theme. Thinking about this has, has been a theme the last three years since being home from the mist, just because it's been a very one trial after another. Um, and in this summer, I feel like I figured some of it out as I was dealing. I was, I was for all those who don't, don't know, I was in Ecuador for about three ish weeks um, with, with some teenagers and doing some humanitarian work. And you have these moments on the bus where you just talk to them and they share their experiences. You share their yours. And um, every single one of their issues that they've had in the past couple of years or so things they're dealing with matched up perfectly. I, I almost went almost mm. had, I've had very similar experiences as these kids in the past year myself. Um, and so I've, I've thought about a lot of why these bad things kept happening. And as I was sitting on the bus talking to these kids and being able to give them advice and, and mentor them and be like, heck yeah, I, I went through that myself. And I think the reason why sometimes why bad things happen to good people is that the Lord allows us the opportunity to have compassion and empathy for those people that are going through it as well. But you, you've needed, you've needed to go through it first. Right? Isn't that, isn't that what the atonement is experiencing the other? Um, yeah. And so, and so this theme of, Hey, Isaac, your trials that you've been through all these, he's like, Hey, you're, you're a decent human. And all these, why are like all these things have happened? Like Isaac, these trials are not for you. 
<laughs> these trials are not for you. These are for, for you. This is an opportunity for you to go through them because in a couple months, you're going to have these experiences on a bus with these kids and you're going to know exactly what to say and exactly know how to help. So to answer it shortly, I, I feel like bad things need to happen for us to know what it feels like to go through the atonement for him to help us what he feels like when he helps us. So. Yeah. I really like the way you shed light on that topic because the atonement of Jesus Christ really is all about experiencing what the whole human family would ever go through in life, the ups and downs, the trials the hardships, you know, our sins and also punishment for those sins. Yeah. Everything. And how can you help other people or, or be disciples of Christ if you've never been through them? If you've had a perfect life, I mean, you're not offering much comfort when people need you because you've yeah. never been through anything. <laughs> what is it? Elder Holland always says, like, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, you're going to have to pay a price. Oh, for sure walk you know thanks to christ we'll never have to experience what he did but we'll have to pay a small token through like walking through gethsemane carrying our crosses or some common scriptural themes you know he expects us to be able to go through these hardships too and i think like you said one of the main reasons is so that we can be compassionate towards others Mourn with those who mourn. Like you can't no, do exactly gone through something hard. Exactly, and and even though I, I remember there was this one girl that I was talking with, and she was the only one. She just she she had a uh, and her mom and her brother had died, mm -hmm. and that's the only thing I like. Sorry, I've never I've never been through that, so I really don't. I really don't know. How, like this is in my head. I'm just like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm super, there's nothing you can say in that moment that'll make it all better. And so you just have to learn in those moments when you, you haven't been through something they've been through is just mourn with those who mourn and just sit and cry with them. Because, I mean, there's nothing you can say. Um, and that was a theme throughout Ecuador and, and an FSY. Or if, if you just haven't been through those trials, just like you said, just be a disciple of Christ, mourn with those who mourn. And that's all you can do in the moment. And that you're still playing a part. Of Christ, right? Playing the, he did that a lot. And so, yeah. yeah, Christ is our Savior, but he he trusts us and he wants us to, you know, aid him in this work of salvation when it comes to looking after one another. And that's really the whole point of the gospel, right? Is to help others come onto Christ for sure. Um, I think I, um, I once heard. I don't remember. We hear so many things from others, but we don't know the main source. But one of the fastest answered prayers you could ask God is, what lack I yet? <laughs> but funny. another one is, give me a hard trial. Oh, like, I think that one will come faster than what <laughs> Jeez. It's kind of funny and ironic, but, you know, God is, I can't even, none of us can fully comprehend the love God has for us, but the fact that he is willing and wants us to go through hard things really does say something about the importance of going through hard things. And I, I think it, it humbles you. You can have, when they talk about the scriptures with, I think it's either the Nephites or the Lamanites and third Nephi or fourth Nephi, where 
you can have two reactions to these trials. It either humbles you or you turn bitter. Right. Uh, and I think if it does humble you and allow it to humble you, um, then he can work with you. He can make you into what he sees fit. And and that's a that's a beautiful thing when we have enough humility to turn ourselves over to him. But first you have to pay that price. You have to be refined. You have to be put through the fire to get there. And so... But your, your example is actually something I thought of too. So last week in McKenna and I's podcast about modesty, we kind of just naturally invited people who heard the episode to do a few things. And so I felt like doing that too. Maybe Isaac, you have an invitation or two. But um, if you guys have time, I invite you guys to listen to two general conference talks about trials and that's one, Waiting on the Lord by Elder Holland. And two, Infuriating Unfairness by Elder Renland. And both just talk about the, the trials we go through, the whys, how life is unfair and why it is. And regarding your scriptural example with how we can react to trials, um, Elder Renland actually shared this exact example in his talk, but he says Mormon observed that many had become hardened while others were softened because of their afflictions in so much that they did humble themselves before God. So kind of just reflecting what you said, Isaac, we can either be hardened by the hard things we go through or softened, or in other words, be humble. What do you think the importance of being humble is when it comes to trials? Like, why is that so necessary? Hmm. This is interesting. I've never, my thought that I'm having right now is one that I've never had before, but I think if, if we're humble and that's a reaction and we're showing him that we trust him, right? It's a sign of trust, right? Because I think when you become bitter, you show that, Hey, you don't know what you're telling God. Essentially. Hey, you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I know better, and let me be in control. And so I feel like choosing the humility route uh, that is necessary to that you're showing faith and that you're showing trust. Um, and it's it's tricky. It's hard, especially after one one wave after another. Yeah, you you have your moments where you have you're a little bitter, and um, and I feel like that's I feel like that's natural. <laughs> I feel like the natural man is a little bit bitter when hard things happen. And that the natural man can flare up sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, yeah, none of us are exempt from <laughs> no, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. So just because you have your flare-ups, I mean, I think the Lord understands that, and I think He understands that we're gonna have those moments where we're gonna be bitter and angry. Um, but I think we we choose to be malleable when we're humble, and then He can work through us. Um, you're talking about, um that low point we talked off camera about you before you're going to FSY. Um, and you were a little more receptive to revelation because you were humble. Imagine what, what would bitter Ethan have done yeah. differently? Or just Ethan who had never <laughs> trial in his life. Yeah, no, exactly. In that moment, but what's yeah, let's back it up. Let's turn the clock. Yeah. So, Winter of 2022 was a pretty low point in my life. And I was telling Isaac that if I had not had these low moments 
and low moments can be caused by so many things like your own actions, the actions of others, or just the fact that we live in a mortal fallen world mm-hmm. where hard things happen. Um, but whatever the case, I was in a low moment. And if it wasn't for these low, humbling moments, I would not have been receptive to the spirit, to listening to God, to praying, you know, doing these things that help you realize that you need to rely on God. I would not have received the inspiration to go to FSY, which is, for those of you who don't know, it's a a church camp for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And one of the best blessings of my life, probably the best ever, is that I met my wife at FSY. So we need to go through hard things to be humble so that we can be blessed. Amen. That was the best FSY plug there ever was. <laughs> I didn't no. necessarily go to FSY to find out, <laughs> but it happened. Yeah. And, yeah, it's interesting to look back. It's like, man, if I was not, if everything that I wanted to happen has happened, I don't think I would have had the reactions I would have in certain moments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and right now it's been interesting because I, I just found out like two weeks ago that I didn't get into the program I was hoping to get into at BYU. I'd been prepping for two years. I did an internship for a year, ensuring that I get into the program. Um, and I did it. I found out in South Carolina and during my FSY stint that I didn't get in. And uh, in the moment, I said a pretty angry prayer. And then, because it was in the middle of games night, like I was DJing games night. I was running games night as an assistant coordinator. <laughs> and I get this devastating, life changing email. Um, and, and it's been interesting to talk to my dad since. Um, he's like, had you gotten in and gotten in BYU the first time and gotten all the things that you've wanted, the humility wouldn't, wouldn't have been there. All like being brought low, you need to you need to be brought low before you can get be brought high. Um, so he's like, this is just another process of of being brought low and being redirected, um, because your reaction will change based off. Humility levels is what we're finding out. It's very scientific. <laughs> yeah. So it's true though. Now I'm just waiting to see uh, which direction my life goes. Um, it's been interesting. All these trials leading up to this, I think I'm in a lot better place to trust and um, hopefully be a little more humble than I have in the past. Because I've seen it worked out, even though there's been a lot of downs, not as many highs as I've wanted, but that's okay. They're coming. I know, I know they're coming. I know they're coming. It was funny. My brother just, uh, James just got married what, last week. Um, and everybody at the reception, I was like, they're like, what are you doing, Isaac? And I was like, ah, <laughs> I don't know. So I lied to half of them and half of them. I'm like, oh, I'm unemployed and living in the basement of my parents. <laughs> and they're like, don't worry, don't worry. It's like, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> But yeah, they're they're gonna come. It's just been funny. Um, but yeah, trials are needed, um, even though they suck. Yeah, come you come to know the Savior way better than um, if you get everything you want. There's no point in turning to Him. So yeah, I think in this waiting on the Lord talk that Elder Holland gives, he kind of explains that even after all of our best efforts 
all of our prayers, we sometimes don't reap the the rewards, right? Or get what we hope we get. But and then all we can do is wait on the Lord. Man, I'm terrible at that. Holy fetch. That's what I've learned. Um and that reminds me of another talk by Elder Budge. I think he's now on the presenting bishop brick. We're talking about the Jaredites and how that um was a year long waiting process essentially. And choosing to be happy where you are. And because I feel like sometimes I, I'm, I'm guilty of this. Where it's like, I'll, I'll be happy when this this thing happens. So I'll be happy when I have this. Um, I think attitude is a big, big, important tool to have during these trials and during these hardships. Because it definitely shows your level of faith of wherever your attitude is. Mm-hmm. I guess we could just start or end where we left off with that question why do bad things happen to good people i uh maybe you've heard this saying before it's another one of those things i've heard but i don't know what the source is but it's a response to that question Mm -hmm. in the form of a question so if i were to be asked why do bad things happen to good people the phrase is who says they're bad things and who says they're good people. Oh, so I guess the word bad kind of sometimes puts trials in a bad spot, I guess, because ultimately they're for our good. If we're able to, you know, remain humble and rely on God and trust him. Yeah. That reminds me of something I heard. Um, where news is just news. There's no good news or bad news. Maybe it was Master Uguay that said that. Maybe I might be quoting Kung Panda on a very spiritual topic, but uh, he's like, he's like, noodles, no noodles. He's like, good news. There's no such thing as good or bad news. It's just all news. And how we react to it, I think, um, puts it in perspective, right? Whether it is good news or bad news. Um, and and that's got me thinking. I mean, things just happen. It's up to us to, to react to them. Um, and if we compartmentalize it, oh, wow, put it in a box. And, and sometimes we can overreact because we're putting it in certain boxes. But if we just let it come and go and watch it happen, I feel like um, those trials aren't as hard as we may think they are. Because mm-hmm. it's bad news, quote unquote, or good news or whatnot. Plus, I'm I'm definitely not as good as I wish to be or know I ought to be. I feel like everybody kind of feels that way. Oh, so. for sure. I think it's interesting, too, because it's like bad things to good people. Like you said, like, who is to say they're good people? And like, we all don't deserve the amount of blessings we have in the first place, right? Yeah. I was reading that, that awesome Elder Holland talk today, um, that if God would only distribute his blessings to the perfectly faithful, he wouldn't have much of a, disp- uh, a list begin with so i mean we we don't deserve a fourth of the blessings and the stuff we do have um and so sometimes we we're like we get some what are the kids saying these days we get some mad main character energy (laughs) i think it's all about us (laughs) shout out our younger audience on that one but but um sometimes the humility and the ego comes up like how dare this happen to me um but but yeah I'm definitely guilty of that. Like we said earlier, it's trials are not for us sometimes. So just to close it off, I know it's hard to 
wrap up something smoothly, especially when it's such a big topic. But what what's the one main thing or two that we should let everybody know? Hmm. I'll give one. You give one. Should we do that? Let's do um, it. I think my main takeaway, and I've and I've counted this before, and, and I've said it throughout this episode so that um, the things we go through are not just for our character development and our, our refining, but for us to have a moment in the future um, to sit down and just cry with somebody and put your hands around their shoulders and tell them it's going to be okay because it was okay for you and it turned out for you. And so um, it's just Christ's way of, of showing us what it feels like to be a savior and a redeemer on Mount Zion. Um, and, and those and, and yeah, there's refining and there's character building in the trials, but it's been really cool this summer to see, hey, I had to go through hell and back to tell the kids that's going to be all right because um, they're in the moment of their storm toss sea. Um, so yeah, that's that's my that's my final takeaway. Thanks, Isaac. Let's see if I could share something as uh, helpful as that. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pretty sure Isaac pointed to this before I did too, but, you know, just not leaning on our own understanding, but relying on the Lord, choosing to be humble, you know, not becoming bitter when we go through things that are hard, but relying on the Lord so that we can become better. And I think that's just so important all throughout history, whether it's nations or scriptures people go through hard things and they can either become hardened or grow through humility so i guess just to add to you is choose to be humble when you go through hard things to rely on the lord don't stop praying you know keep keeping those covenants things like that and you'll you'll just grow from the hard things you go through there's one last one last thing that it reminded me uh, reminded me um, in that Elder Holland talk. Yeah, keep trying, keep trusting, keep believing, keep growing. Heaven is cheering you on today, tomorrow, and forever. Oh, that just hits you. Not alone. Ugh. We may feel that way, <laughs> but we're not. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Isaac, for yeah. offering to be a guest, for sharing your experiences and your knowledge with us. And, you know, we're all in this together. We all go through hard things. And just like you said, we go through these hard things to help each other out. Amen. Well, thanks for having me on. It's been a privilege. Good catching up. Hopefully there's a part two because I feel like we can keep going. But Absolutely. Great topic. This has been another episode of Tough Topics. I'm your host, Ethan Davies. Catch you next week. Why is it so hard to let you go?